Hello. Okay, so I've been missing for a couple weeks now. Uh, and really, I've had some time to think about the format of this podcast, and I'm probably going to change it a whole lot because, holy hell, I don't have time to write, edit, produce, record, upload a podcast. Uh, I, I have to just record it raw and then upload it. There's no, I can't do a cute, like, investigative journalist podcast. I love listening to that stuff, but I can't do it because I don't have the freaking time. Um, and that's like the whole point of this podcast. Uh, it's kind of like to vent about how difficult it is as a creative person to have so little time to be truly creative and go through a normal pre-child creative process. Uh, there's just no time to do it. So my daughter was home with an ear infection last week. Then she had a horrible reaction to the antibiotics she was on. And then it was spring break and it was cold here and wet and rainy. And we had to stay inside for a couple days. Um, and I thought maybe I could get it done. Maybe I could record, but funny enough, you know, the two things that you need in order to record a podcast is a lot of quiet time, like a quiet space to record and a clear rested speaking voice. Okay. And, uh, let me tell you, I sound like an actual croak, croaker lady, an actual frog. Okay. I don't want to, what am I saying? I sound so tired. I mean, I do even today. Uh, and I just never realized it until I recorded, had like had a deadline to record my voice and, and put it out for someone to listen to. Um, so it's been awakening to realize how little time, uh, little, how little quiet time I have. And um, also how, how little time I have a, a, a normal speaking voice. Um, so I'll have to like do some trills or learn some voice exercises so that I don't sound so croaky in the future to record. Anyways, wow, that was a long tangent of absolutely nothing that I have planned on talking about. Um, but I wanted to do an episode on ableism and motherhood. Um, and like I said, I started to record it. It was super cute, um, but very intense editing. I was trying to, you know, include sound effects and all of this jazz. And no, I'm not, I can't do that. It would take me literally a year to put out three podcasts and my thinking and my need to express what is going on. It happens at a much faster rate. So bear with me or, or don't like no one literally has to listen to this at all. This is just for, I don't know, documentation purposes, I guess. Um, not only that, but really the whole point is that I 
I really have been struggling with relationships and maintaining relationships. And I feel like I've always been very misunderstood about why that is. And I want I want just to be transparent in who I am and what what's going through my head, what's going on. Um, for people who have either known like the past me and people who've known me from my past or, you know, even my friends now that I am struggling to connect with because of just being exhausted. And, um, you know, there's, there's this feeling now of like the weight of relationships. Just, I don't know. It just weighs really heavy on me. Um, like in a really unhealthy way, it's, I know it's bizarre. It's, it's not normal, but it is what it is. And I still want to express my love and appreciation for, for people. Um, and I, I don't, I don't always know how to do that. So this is like just one way that I'm trying to be open about that and where I'm, where I'm at. Um, and I don't know, uh, maybe you can relate to it or maybe not. Either way, um, I just find I'm like purging right now. I just I I find that I have to do this. I don't know, I don't know, but I'm being forced to do this against my will. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, it does just feel compuls- compulsory for me to do this right now, this podcast, and to kind of um, you know for a for a while I had a couple years there where when I was going through my divorce I had a lot of things that were being said about me. Um, I had a lot of moments, you know, where my husband, my ex-husband, when he was going through his dark moments, like he was recording me and baiting arguments, you know, kind of like it, it was abusive on his part, but, um, that was really traumatizing to me to have someone literally work to frame me in a, in a different way. Um, you know, so now I feel like this is, I don't know. I feel like I need to take the reins back and kind of say, you know, that's totally not me. Maybe it's, maybe it's less than half of who I am to be, uh, extremely emotional in an argument, but that's really not like, that's not the whole picture. It's not who I am as a mother. It's not who I am as a woman. Um, and I don't know. I feel the need to kind of put out more of myself to combat the damage. I don't even know how far it went. Like, I don't know who he showed these tapes to. I don't know the whole scope of it. I know that, um, it was, you you know, initially used in our child custody case. I mean, he was trying to prove that I was, um, like had anger issues, you know, but he would, what he would do is like accuse me of something like cheating on him or something and then press record on his phone. And then it would be like, I would get so mad because I'm just like, what the hell is going on? Like, I I didn't cheat on you. And then he would be like, yes, you did. I heard it on the, on the, you know, audio recorder that I put in the bedroom and like, you know, so it's like totally crazy paranoid things. It's like, that's not even true. Um, and it it used to get me so worked up and it would be all of the time, like, you know, and then there were, there was a lot of emotional abuse going on. And then the times where I would kind of explode, it would be like, 
she's crazy. Look at her. So yeah, part of this is just my feeling like, okay, you want to record me? Like, you know, you want to try to make me look crazy. I'll show, like, I have no problem looking crazy. Like, let me just show you how harmless it is though. This is the other side of my crazy. I'm not some dangerous, crazy lady. Like I, uh, I think that I have appropriate reactions to being violated, um, and, and set up. But in the big picture, I basically just like to talk about girl stuff and makeup and uh, emotional uh, voids and how to fill them. And that's like who I am. And I really do try to be the best mom that I can be. That's like in my heart, you know. I, I resonate with that person um, being a, a, a good or the best mom that you could be. You don't even have to be like a great mother. It's just the best mom that you can be. Having that awareness that you can always be better and you can always learn, that is who I am. And so that's who I want to share with whoever wants to hear it, you know? It doesn't even have to be anyone, but I need to put that out there because of what I've gone through in my past. Um, anyways, again, I did not think I was going to share that story, but here we go. Um so, yeah, the ableism kind of ties into what, what I was talking about, I, I guess, um, in that I feel that, mm, how do I put this? I... Yeah, I think that we're, we are all collectively in kind of like this really weird place, economically, financially, uh, socially, culturally, in every aspect, you know, where for a lot of people, the American dream is kind of is dead and we're in this we're in this like empty void where I think collectively we're trying to create a new vision of what success means, what American success means. And when I say American success, I really just mean like if you live in the United States and you have the privilege of running water and, you know, um, what, what else do we have? Electricity, heat or air conditioning, what have you. If you have those things that take you at least one step above survival mode, right? You're not like in the world. If you're living in America, you're not like most of us are not living in the wilderness trying to find clean water sources. Like we're not in survival mode. We have the means of survival guaranteed pretty much. But the whole idea of, okay, um, you know, my husband can work 40 hours a week and I can stay home and have babies. Uh, that is not really an option anymore for a lot of people. The dream is just not there anymore. Um, and then, you know, we're running out of, we're having a hard time with like public schools. We're having a hard time. 
is what I'm getting at. Not to bring it down too low, my God. But we are having a hard time with like, what the hell is the, is, what does success look like? What does happiness look like now? What do we want for our children? Do they need to, do we need to put pressure on them to go to college? Do we need to like, you know, put pressure on them to go to universities and take out loans? I mean, what are, what is the plan? Um, and that's what I've been trying to do. And I am finding myself spinning my wheels because I had a semi-successful practice before I had children I could have made something out of it and then but then you know my children came along and and I've I'm then the pandemic happened and it was like my industry massage therapy we were like lost on protocols no one knew how to instruct massage therapists how on how to continue in a pandemic where you you know you have to social distance and wear face masks and you can't be in an enclosed space for extended periods of time. It's like we that's all we do. That's exactly what our job is, okay? We touch people, we're in a small poorly ventilated room for extended periods of time in close contact. Um and I have small children, my youngest isn't even eligible to be vaccinated. So like my situation was extremely high risk and um, I lost income for a while and I'm now I'm like still trying to figure out what I'm going to do and that's where I'm at with two kids and I did try to go back to work actually in June 2020 in massage therapy and I couldn't do it because of childcare. And now, and I'm still, two years later, I'm still facing the same problems. And, um, you know, there has been almost no compassion or understanding for that. Um, when I tried to apply for benefits um, after my benefits ended. And when I say benefits, I'm talking about the ability to pay my rent and, and feed my family um, benefit. I was asked, why can't I get a job right now? And I was actually so shocked by the question. Like, to me, that it's so obvious why that would be difficult for someone who has two children, like two small children, um, when their schools have been shut down multiple times. Um, and my industry, also, like, to me, it's so fucking obvious why it's hard for me to hold down a job um, to make meaningful income, okay? Because if I worked, I could, I could work part-time someplace. Uh, it would take me about three weeks from today to get, to see a paycheck. And I would make maybe $198 on my first paycheck. And I know these figure these numbers, because I've done this like before in the past where it's like, okay, I can try to make a living, <laughs> you know, like in, at 18 or, or 19, 20 years old working at hotels or restaurants or whatever. Like, I know how it works. I've been around long enough to know that even when you're desperate, it doesn't change, like, what your potential earnings are. And that's, like, I would, that wouldn't even touch it would cause me so much stress. I would have to find multiple people to help out with my children. 
and pay them out of the, the little money that I'm making. I'm telling you, like, it's so difficult for me to explain this in a calm, <clears throat> let me just bring it on down, in a calm, rational voice because it makes me so mad that, like, I'm just thinking of the man who asked me. It's like he, this man who asked me this question was like 75 years old. Uh, and I'm, and I'm just like, you are lost. You have no idea what's going on with, with young mothers and young families today. Do you buddy? Like, hi, hello. Welcome to 2022. Let me get you caught up. Uh, we're not having a good time out here. I don't need to be like, trained in, in, um, in budgeting or like, I don't need to be trained on how to get a job. Okay. Uh, I need financial assistance because of the global condition right now that has nothing to do with me personally. I did not personally put myself in this, uh, economic situation, but, um, yeah, I'm actually pretty good with people. I know how I know how to run a business. I I, I have skills, um, but the way that my bank account is set up <laughs> right now is uh is that I I don't have the time. I just don't have the time um, to work the hours that I would need to work. And then also, my physical body, after having two children, I, I can't work 60, 70 hours a week. You know, we're talking like this is not like gainful uh, livelihood employment. Like, you know, this is like slave labor. Okay, I'm going to say it. That's what we're talking about. Uh, I would be working like brutal hours. I have multiple chronic conditions, both viral and skeletal conditions that make physical labor really difficult. Um, I'm in a lot of pain a lot of the time. And that's just, that's not to complain. That's just the facts. Um, I'm not a spring chicken. Okay. I don't have the bounce back that I did before I had kids. I just don't. And especially like cognitively after everything that I've been through with the divorce and, and all of that. Um, th I mean, th you can market it however you want to, uh, but the plain and simple truth is that I'm just not able to do it. I'm just not able to. I'm, I would never, I'm at this point where it's like, you know, I used to go to interviews and I would get all cute and wear nice clothing and I knew how to market myself and it would just be like, this is what I can offer you. This is my availability. And I, you know, I would do anything, you know, whatever you need, I'll go above and beyond. And now it's just like, I'm at this point where I'm like, look, I am a whole entire mother. I have one child a hundred percent of the time. I don't have help. I live in the middle of nowhere. I have multiple chronic conditions. Uh, and I'm diagnosed with PTSD and, um, I'm probably not going to be very reliable. Um, uh, my children sometimes need to miss school, which means I need to miss work. 
I don't have the desire to like lie and say that I am a, would be an, a, a good employee. I'm not. I can't. I don't know how to be. Uh, I, I don't know how to be. I can't be right now. Um, so, yeah, that's what, that's what my idea of ableism has been lately. It's just like, why do you think that I'm, I mean, I'm not able to. I'm not able to. I can't. And I think it's ridiculous that people are being denied benefits or they're being denied health care or rent assist, rental assistance or whatever it is. I mean, it's like people are really out here struggling. Families are out here literally struggling to keep a roof over their heads. And I'm, I mean, I'm one of them. I've been, I've, I've gone through the, the circus of applying for rental assistance and you know, I'm, I'm waiting, I'm waiting to hear back and hopefully that will go through. Um, because I don't know what else to do at this point. Like I said, today is the first day in like 17 days that I have had, I'll have six hours at my home, um, with no children. The first day, this is the first day in, in 17 days where I have the opportunity to sit down and to speak. Um, and this is after, you know, all day. I, I have to kind of like play catch up with my house. Um, la- there's the laundry. There's the vacuuming. I mean, the, there my, there's dishes. There's grocery shopping. Um, you know, I'm still responsible for all of that too. And, um, yeah, it's exhausting. I mean, I have no idea how I would be, I'm expected to, uh, I just can't, I don't even know. What, what can I say? I, I don't know how to do it right now. I just don't know how I know how to take care of my, my family cook meals clean. I can do that. Um, but I'm not, I, I can't work for someone right now. I, I don't have the ability. I don't have the space. I don't have the Nope, I, I can't do it. I'm sorry. Uh, anyways, if anyone else has experienced something like that, let me know. Um, you know, the other thing is that I'm out in the middle of nowhere. Um, and it costs, gas is so expensive right now. It costs me like $100 to fill my tank up. And we really don't go anywhere. I mean, we really just can't afford to go anywhere right now. So, um even getting a job or like cleaning houses. I mean, it's like all of those things. It's just, it's so easily, that income is so easily eaten up by the cost of even getting there, of even traveling there or, or whatever. So, um, yeah, that's, I think we're going to wrap it up here because I can feel my, I can feel my voice getting croaky again. (laughs) So I'm going to put a pin in it for next time. Um, and the other, the other thing, real quick, um, my girls have school until May, and then they're out for three months, and then they're going to be home with me full-time again for three months. Um, and you know I'm, I'm not paying people to come watch my children, okay? I don't have the money for that. So I am going to be especially unavailable in just three months, and... Um, so I'll have to come up with a, a way to record podcasts or whatever uh, in a different 
differently because I love being able to like share this, you know, I kind of feel like it's my lifeline in some ways and I, it it brings me comfort and and hope Um, and it's a positive thing. So yeah, I hope that I can continue to do this even when it gets to be loud and uh, chaotic during the summer months when my girls are out here causing a riot all day, every day. On that note, though, I'm going to sign off here. And uh, and yeah, I'm just going to post this. I'm not going to edit it. I'm not going to do research and cite resources and all of that. Um, and who knows, maybe that will change. Uh, maybe I'll come up with a different way to record. Maybe I'll start writing my entries like a diary and then reading them uh, like Carol Baskin with her diary. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know really how I'm going to do this, but uh, if you've listened so far, thank you. Um, I hope that this brings you comfort in some way. And um, yeah, that's all I can say. Until next time, take care.